0: listening to treasure of the month opening up the treasures of Lichfield cathedral for all who'd like to learn a little bit more about this treasure of a place with me gregory Platten, the canon chancellor
1: so we're
0: uh, together here um, to talk today about treasures of the month for the first time that we've done this particular uh, idea in both the podcast but also on our website i'm really delighted to be joined by michael diamond who is a lay member of Litchfield Cathedral Chapter, uh, and he's also an expert in his own right in museology and curating. And so he comes to this with real professional expertise, and we're very lucky to have that professional expertise. And Michael has put together several treasures of the month, but we thought that we would begin today with the treasure of the month, which is the Herkenroda glass. So Michael, let's begin by just thinking a little bit about treasures of the month, because you helped us uh, do this little segment in this idea, uh, and give us a bit of an idea about what we're going to try and do in this in this idea on the website and via podcasting.
1: Well, I, the, the thing is, I mean, one of the things that um, that I do here is look after the inventory of the cathedral treasures as a whole, and by treasures we we use that word fairly broadly. We're not just talking about silver; we're talking about um, sculpture and stained glass and. Uh, uh, the the um, textiles and all everything that's um, that's movable, really, and some things that are not. Um, and it occurred to us, I think, that we've got an awful lot of stuff there that um, that people don't know about, uh, whether they're people in um, attending services or whether they're tourist visitors or or whoever. Um, and that uh, we've got some wonderful things that we ought to be sharing. Uh, more broadly than we, than we are at the moment. So we thought, well, if we do something once a month, this goes back to my, my uh, early days as a, as a trainee curator, um, where I was charged by my director with doing a picture of the month at the art gallery I worked in at the time. Um, so I'm used to the, the idea of doing this. Um, I found it uh, quite troublesome at times. Um, meeting the monthly, uh, the monthly deadline uh, for these things. But um, I've, I've started this one by getting a few in the, in the can first.
0: Yeah, you've got quite, quite a few in the bag. In the. Um... <laughs> I, I, like, I, like, I like the idea of them being treasures because a lot of the stuff you wouldn't necessarily pick out because they're not necessarily things that sit in an archive or, or sit in a cabinet. And so um, the first one that we've got here, which we're looking at actually, is the, the Herkenroda glass. Can you tell us Michael where we would find the Herkin Road of glass
1: well the hurricanecan Road of glass as a whole is um, is at the east end of the cathedral in the lady chapel so um, you come in at the, the west end of course at the entrance you just keep going basically and if you walk as far as you possibly can you'll find yourself surrounded by the Herkin Road of glass the huge windows at the east end of the cathedral um, and uh, they, uh, they, they they date from the the um, 1530s for the most part, that's high renaissance period, it's not gothic glass, it's renaissance glass if you like, um, and uh, it's uh, it's, a, it's a spectacular uh, display. We have already there uh, a touch screen display where you as a visitor can, can, uh, can go and uh, interrogate this glass quite closely as it is. Um, but we it, it talks about the whole array of the glass and the major panels and so on. And what I picked out here is one very small panel that doesn't feature separately on those screens. Um, and we could do that again, of course. There, are, there there's so much of it that we you can you can pick out as much as you like, uh, all sorts of different subjects. Um, and uh, I, I picked out just this, this one for this particular. Um, this particular thing, but we may well come back to it on future dates with with other bits of the glass.
0: You will definitely see it if you go online, and I'll give the links at the end of this, and they'll be on the website anyway to find the link to that particular picture. But what's special uh, about the glass, the Herkenrode glass, Michael?
1: Well, uh, first of all, it's um, it is uh, there's very little glass. It's certainly in this country of this period anywhere in the UK. Um, There's some in uh, Oxfordshire and there's uh, the the most famous glass, perhaps the best known glass of this period is at King's College Chapel in Cambridge. But um, that's about it. Um, It's it's highly unusual to find glass of this period in the UK um, and it's it's also very high quality glass. So um, we're very lucky in that respect. to have glass of this quality in uh, in Lichfield, especially when you think about what happened to Lichfield's glass in the Civil War. It yeah, was, that's very
0: true. No, it's very it true. All
1: destroyed. We have no Gothic glass at all, nothing dating from before um, the mid-17th uh, century. Um, and this was brought in um, from, uh, from Belgium in the early 19th century. Um, now um it was it, it, it's arrival here was uh, itself extraordinary really um, it, it was it was made as the name suggests for herkenrode abbey in belgium um in the 1530s and uh, it was it was threatened i won't say damaged because it wasn't it was threatened by napoleon in um this, in 1795 when he was beginning to uh, create a bit of an empire for France um, as, a, as a general he wasn't yet Emperor but he was he was a, a considerable general at this time um, and he annexed with his army uh, Belgium and with it Herkenroder, of course to the French uh, uh, French uh, cause and that um,
0: regime wasn't particularly keen.
1: The, the regime was certainly not keen on, on the Catholic Church, so that um, they closed the, closed the abbey, basically, and expelled the nuns. Um, but luckily, uh, some <laughs> luckily, some people Luckily, some people at the abbey had seen this coming and had removed all the glass and put it into self- safe storage.
0: But that's um, extraordinary, really, to think that, it's that glass.
1: Be, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's brilliant that they were able to foresee that. Um, and in due course, it was bought by, um, well, in due course, quite quickly, it was bought by a fellow called Brooke Boothby, who lived at um, Ashbourne, um, just up the road. Yeah, in, in
0: Derbyshire,
1: the, yeah, just up there. In Derbyshire. Um, and he then, he then sold it at the same price to the uh, uh, Dean and Chapter of the Cathedral. And it was installed in the Lady Chapel uh, in the early years of the 19th century.
0: And one of the extraordinary things about it, I always think, when you go in there, is al- although it's beautifully coloured, it doesn't actually keep the light out. It's really quite light and quite translucent. You don't. It doesn't feel dark and gloomy in the Gothic sense. It feels really quite quite bright, and yet you can see the, the clarity of the image is perfect. It's very high quality.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, it, it is, um, the, the colours, I suppose, are paler than, um, than the average Gothic. This example we've chosen here is actually quite dark, this little corner of it. but it's, It um, is, yeah. It's only about a foot square, this panel, so... Um,
0: just describe, for those who don't necessarily have the image in front
1: of them, what's in that image, Michael? Well, it's just, it's just a, it's a picture of the abbey itself. Um, and uh, it, it's, it's just... The, the abbey walls are stone coloured, as you'd expect. It's got a very blue roof, Yes, somebody, yeah, and blue grass in front of it. If that is grass, <laughs> um, and the, and the and the blue steeple, um, and in front of it is a is a crozier. Now, um, croziers we think of um, associated with bishops, but um, they were also uh, issued to um, abbots, uh, uh, monasteries when. Uh, as, as part of the formal ceremony of um, them taking office. It's, they're not issued uh, to abbesses in the same way. Um, and yet, traditionally, abbesses are shown with, uh, with croziers. So I presume that, um, uh, that this is the crozier that, uh, that was associated with Herkenröder.
0: I have an interesting bit of trivia here, Michael. And yeah. it is quite interesting, because I've been told this before and it makes sense. That when a bishop holds their crozier, they yeah. always hold their crozier facing towards the congregation. Yes. But when an abbot or a prior has it, they have it facing backwards towards the choir. Oh, really? And in this picture here, it is indeed facing backwards towards the choir.
1: Yes. well. wow. Well. Yeah. So,
0: it's, um, so the, because effectively their flock is behind them rather than in front of them. Um, uh, apparently of that still yeah. happens that the, the prior or the abbot carries the... Um, the abbot not the prior would carry it facing backwards so yeah
1: yeah
0: my interesting trivia has no uh, yes i didn't yeah. know that
1: that's a very interesting trivia yes
0: yes and it works in that image i've I, I heard it before but actually that would make sense of that particular image and it's interesting yes. again that you say that actually they uh, as a female order they clearly must have been awarded some kind of crozier in order to show that
1: yes yes but i mean y- you say what's in the image i i, I, I say in this piece that um If we zoom out a bit from the the narrow image of the abbey itself, we see that it's part of a larger picture, which shows the Virgin and Child on the left and the nuns on the right, Mm. uh, worshipping or uh, paying obeisance, if you like, to the Virgin and Child. So that um, we have uh, have quite a a complex image as a whole. Um, And then in the middle at the front is a coat of arms. Now, whether that was there when the windows were first designed, I don't know, um, because when they were taken down and, uh, and brought to Litchfield, um, they found that they didn't fit the Litchfield holes in the wall, as it were, um, and the, uh, the, the many of the uh, images were rearranged in order to fit Litchfield's windows. Um, so, um, this may be a case of a coat of arms being... Uh, inserted in a space which they didn't have anything else to fill
0: what's interesting too though looking at that image is, is um it's predominantly female which again is quite quite odd for its time because it's got the virgin and child and it's got the, obviously the the yes. the sisters of the the order there which is a relatively unusual thing to see in a window like that yeah, yeah. Yes, so that's really I have to say Michael that's really fascinating insight. What we're going to do is we're going to stick the link to the 3D tour because we're recording this at the moment during the pandemic so you can't actually access uh, that but even if you're not able to come to Litchfield you can click on the 3D tour and it'll give you some of the insights that you'll find on the touch screen and you can actually see in in good light those images not as close up as your pictures. but I think what we will do is we'll come back in some of the future episodes. Uh, of treasure of the month to look at some of the windows that we have done with this one specifically yeah. to perhaps look at the biblical stories or yeah. to look at the history behind those particular images yeah. and draw yeah. them out
1: yeah thank you michael uh, that being the case we, we've got um we've got, there are two other images we've shown in the of called one of showing a reconstruction of um Abbey-like before napoleon arrived and uh and uh, and finally one a portrait of brooke boothly himself from the tape gallery
0: that's a wonderful portrait, isn't it? I mean, done by,
1: done by, and that's done by Joseph Wright of Derby, whose his name suggests came from Derby, just down the road.
0: It is, it's a wonderful uh, sort of 18th century dandy.
1: Oh yes, absolutely, yeah.
0: But we can't be rude about him because it's thanks to him we have that amazing glass at, at cost price as well. Yeah,
1: indeed, indeed, yes, yeah.
0: Well, thank you, Michael. We're going to round up this particular treasure of the Month here, but we'll mm-hmm. put it on the website quite soon along with the images that we've seen, so People mm-hmm. can actually access it and spend some time exploring, I think, one of our best treasures of the month.
1: Mm-hmm. Um Good. Lovely.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast from Litchfield Cathedral and for Michael Diamond who joined us to talk about the Herc and glass. Do watch this space for next month's Treasure of the Month where we'll explore another one of Litchfield Cathedral's hidden treasures.